Welcome to another episode of Behind the Grind. Joining me today is UFC bantamweight Andre Ewell. How's it going today, Andre? Pretty well, pretty well. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So, uh, when you beat Hedin Barraro, uh, the former bantamweight champion, for those who don't know, uh, what was the feeling like inside? Uh, truth be told, I, I can go ahead and say it was, like, super excited. I was excited, but I guess you could tell me, or I guess you could say it never really hit because I ended up uh, stating, like, the wrong, or, like, the whole new name that I have, like, the whole Mr. Highlight, not really, like, accustomed to it. So I'm, like, really trying to get used to it. So when they end up saying it, I couldn't even really bring out, like, the full excitement that everybody else had, you know. But, which be told, I'm um, end up letting you guys know, like, I am going with the word, the name Day, which is on my Instagram. That's me. You know, that's just my inner, uh, basically my inner character. So, hey, they need to end up understanding that. But I was definitely excited for on that fight um, after I ended up winning. And, you know, was kind of like letting the world know uh, the world freaking big and I'm, I'm here to conquer you know right on so uh i never really asked you uh like your background a little bit can you tell us a little bit about yourself uh truth be told man i'm a grinder man just like a straight on grinder came from nothing trying to end up having something uh literally have a a, a son named eli edward yule and you can go ahead and say my whole career uh, my little MMA career and everything is basically based off of me trying to get, jump back in his life and everything, you know. So uh, not really in a good uh, road with that, but the fight still continues. So that's just me trying to get there, you know. But the whole background of me is that uh, background or younger age, started at like seven wrestling and taekwondo slash boxing, went back and forth. Uh moved around a lot and that ended up uh driving me into always finding the bully so there you go and then next you know you just find out that you're just really good at something so you kind of push on it you know so that's what ended up happening for me right on so i actually watched you a couple of times with king of the cage how would you uh reach your experience with them well king cage always always great man because uh i know like the promoter like like personally, like, you know, him and the whole family, Carlos and everything. So they're like superly cool with me. So, uh, so they always gave me a uh, tough opponents, like, uh, my last King of the Cage fight with, uh, Gustavo Lopez. He was like one of the, he was taught our Misha Tate's, basically, uh, Misha Tate's, uh, pupil, if you want to go ahead and call him. He was supposed to be like the next big thing, you know, and for me to end up taking that fight and winning the way that I did, you know, I should have been in the UFC then, but it didn't happen, you know, but it led me into the whole LFA and, you know, CES, and that's next you know it. I'm walking in there fighting Hinner Brown, so everything has, has, a, has a reason and everything has a direction. You just got to keep pushing it, you know, in that direction you need to be in. Now, how long has it been since you've signed with uh, Dodge Sports? Uh, literally over a year now, like a year in a month or two, you know. Best experience. Uh, Matt, Matt, uh, which is his name, uh, Matt Dodge, which is one of running the whole Dodge Sports. Cool peeps, really, uh, really family orientated, and makes you definitely feel comfortable. And long as I keep winning, you know, it's all the only thing for him is only going to be uh, shooting up higher in the world. So it's a win-win in my books. So without them, where do you think you'd be right now? So without them, 
Yeah. Uh, I could go ahead and say, put like this, I can go ahead and stay to, without him. I could probably be same spot. Yeah, whole nine. Because regardless of the situation, the manager doesn't make the fight. The fighter makes the fight. Yeah. You know, fighter makes the manager. If you want to go ahead and look like, you know, I may put it that way. Mm-hmm. Any any fighter that ever, and this is like my advice to all fighters, if they end up feeling like they need that manager, you don't. Like you know, but if you do have one, you ought to have one that's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent about you, because you got to end up yeah. remembering they're controlling everything that you're placing in their hand to trust. It's kind of like you trust in your coach. You know, just because you have a coach doesn't mean you need that coach. You can end up going to another coach. But obviously you want your corner to be filled up with people that you end up trusting. So reality, I trust my manager. Reality, I touch, I trust my corner. And this is the reason why I placed them there. So if you can go ahead and say with them or without them, wherever I end up placing will be somewhere that I end up trusting. So at the end of the day, I'll be where where I need to be. And I knew I was going to be in the UFC, and it's hands down. And and the person that was uh, managing Matt knew I was going to be there, so it's like a good connection, you know. For sure. So uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's one of your teammates, but uh, kind of your colleague with Dodge Sports. Your uh, he fights for LFA tonight, Jared Vandera. Do you have a prediction for that? Uh my money's on Jared, cause that's my boy. <laughs> All right, and I am literally going there. I will be there, so hopefully you don't end up seeing me on uh, camera, flashy and uh, smiling in my uh, super suit. You feel me? But uh, yeah, my money's on uh, Jared. You know, we're uh, like you said, basically colleagues in the in the fight sport under the same uh, Dodge Sport. So I'm always end up showing love when I can. You know, uh, and that's for everybody that's a uh, if you know me and I know you. Hey, if I'm able to come, I'm coming. Gotta show support. Something that was talked about quite a bit was your uh, UFC Greenville dance. What inspired that? I'm a Greenville dance. Uh, basically, just know that I, I love dancing, man. Like, hands down. <laughs> Actually, I, it's it's like second nature to me. If I ain't dancing, I'm moving. And it's like, and if I ain't moving, I'm dancing. So it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. And I always end up doing it in my fights. Like, if you end up, like, really looking at my, uh, my footwork in my fight, I'm dancing out there. One, two steps, stepping over, side slip whatever ends up coming down to the moment that you end up in someone's water and if you're in their water you gotta splash it you feel me one time for a long time yeah so last couple of questions i have for you andre where can we find you on social media and is there anyone you would like to give a quick shout out to the stage is all yours uh you can definitely hit me on instagram day 42 spelled with two eyes instead of a y um if it's not there who knows hey and then at the same time um Shout out song, you know, everybody, my family, friends, my loved one. Uh, and then, you know, obviously the sponsors, even Matt Dodge and sponsors as in uh, Dynasty MMA, uh, Healthy Body Nutrition and MMA Signatures and then 100% Violence. And it's like, so I'm nonviolent, but at the same time, you got to rock the shirts to let the people know that we can get 100% violent. You feel me? But yeah, so end up and always a uh, shout out to everybody, you know. Awesome. So that looks to be all the time we have today, Andre. Hopefully we can do this again soon. All right. Definitely lock on, brother. Awesome. All right. Peace.